Om Sai Ram A warm welcome to all my listeners on this auspicious Thursday. It is said that one has to suffer his lot before attaining the higher spiritual level. Each day, each smallest incident in our lives is an encapsulated experience. Whether it's a good one or bad, whether it is painful or blissful one has to go through it with calmness courage complete surrender to the guru one who has to one who has a uh, who totally surrenders to his guru guru takes care of his condition once we unload our baggage of worries and place it near the lotus feet of our guru we must then surrender unto the lotus feet with complete devotion faith and perseverance and only then guru takes charge of the situation we should understand that one has to there is no way out one has to go through his lots but when guru is beside you the intensity is less if one calls out to the guru from the depths of his or her heart with complete faith and devotion miracles do happen in our lives we all must have realized this at some point in our life let us all bow down to our mother father friend philosopher and guide a true companion across our past present and all the future lives and beyond our sadguru shri sainath maharaj friends today we shall listen to chapter 12 of our bible shri sai satcharitra as part of our weekly recitation or parayana in this chapter the author shri govind ragunath dabolkar narrates to us the experiences of some of uh, baba's devotees uh, namely shri kaka mahajani shri dhumal shrimati nimonkar shri mule shastri and one famous doctor before we begin i prostrate myself unto the lotus feet of lord ganesha the lord of wisdom and goddess saraswati the goddess of knowledge I pay my obeisance unto the lotus feet of my Kuladevata Bhavani Shankar Nagesh Maharudra and Devi Sri Mahalakshmi my maternal deities Sri Devki Krishna Ravanath Sri Ramnath and Sateri and also to my Sadguru Sri Sainath Maharaj I pay my respects to my parents and grandparents last but not the least I pay my respects to you all my listeners let's let us now begin chapter 12 now let us see in this chapter how devotees were received and treated by baba saints mission we have seen before that the purpose of our object of divine incarnation is to protect the good and destroy the wicked but the mission of the saints is quite different 
to them the good and the wicked are the same first they fill for the evil doers and set them on the right path they are like the agasti to destroy the bhavasagar which is the ocean of worldly existence or like the sun to the darkness of ignorance the lord dwells in the saints in fact they are not different from him our sai is one of these who incarnated for the welfare of the devotees supreme in knowledge and surrounded with divine luster he loved all beings equally he was unattached foes and friends kings and paupers were all same to him here his powers for the sake of devotees he spent his stock of merits and was ever alert to help them but the devotees could not approach him unless he meant to receive them if their turn did not come baba did not remember them and his leelas could not reach their ears then how could they think of seeing him some men desired to see sai baba but they did not get any opportunity of taking darshan till his mahasamadhi there are many such persons whose desire for baba's darshan was not thus satisfied if these persons believing in him listen to his leelas their quest for the milk that is darshan will be to a great extent satisfied by the buttermilk that is leelas if some persons were there by sure luck if some persons went there by sure luck and took baba's darshan they are able to stay there longer no nobody could uh, go there of his own accord and nobody could stay there long even if he wished to do so they could stay there so long as baba permitted them to stay and had to leave the place when asked to do so by baba so everything depended on baba's will now we'll see the experience of one of the very close uh, devotees of baba shri kaka mahajani once kaka mahajani went to shirdi from bombay he wanted to stay there for one week and enjoy the gokulashtami festival as soon as he took baba's darshan baba asked him when are you returning home he was rather surprised at this question but he had to give an answer so he said that he would go home when baba ordered him to do so then baba said go tomorrow baba's word was law and had to be obeyed kaka mahajani therefore left shirdi immediately when he went to his office in bombay he found that his employer was anxiously waiting for him his munim that is manager suddenly fell ill and kaka's presence was absolutely necessary he had sent a letter to kaka at shirdi which was re- redirected to him at bombay next we shall see experience of another devotee bhau saheb dhumar now listen to an opposite story once bhau saheb dhumar a pleader that is lawyer was going to nifad for a case on the way he came to shirdi took baba's darshan and wanted to proceed to nifad immediately but baba did not permit him to do so he made him stay at shirdi for a week or more 
In the meanwhile, the magistrate at Nifford suffered intensely from the pain in his abdomen and the case was adjourned. Mr. Dhumar was then allowed to go and attend to his case. It went on for some months and was tried by four magistrates. Ultimately, Mr. Dhumar won the case and his client was acquitted. Next, we will see an experience of Mrs. Nimonkar, wife of Mr. Nana Saheb Nimonkar, who was a great devotee of Baba. Mr. Nana Saheb Nimonkar, Vatandar of Nimon, an honorary magistrate, was staying at Shirdi with his wife. Mr. and Mrs. Nimonkar were spending most of the time in Masjid with Baba and serving him. It so happened that their son fell ill at Belapur and the mother decided with Baba's consent to go to Belapur and see her son and other relatives and stay there for a few days. But Mr. Nimonkar asked her to return the next day. The lady was in a fix and did not know what to do, but her god Sai came to her aid. While leaving Shirdi, she went to Baba, who was standing in front of Sathe's Vada with Mr. Nana Sahib and others, and prostrated at his feet and asked his permission to go. Baba said to her, Go, go quickly, be calm and unperturbed. Stay comfortably at Belapur for four days. See all your relatives and then return to Shirdi. How opportunate were Baba's words. Mr. Nana Sahib's proposal was overruled by Baba's decree. Next, we shall see the tale of Mule Shastri of Nashik. An orthodox Agnihatri Brahman of Nashik by the name Mule Shastri who had studied the six Shastras and was well versed in astrology and palmistry, once came to Shirdi to see Mr. Bhau Sa- uh, Mr. Bapu Sahib Puti, the famous millionaire of Nashik, uh, sorry, of Nagpur. After seeing him, he and others went to see Baba in the masjid. Baba bought various fruits and other things from vendor with his own money and distributed them to the persons present in the masjid. Baba used to press the mangoes on all sides so skillfully that when any person received it from Baba and sucked it, he got all the pulp at once in his mouth and could throw away the stone and the skin uh, forthwith. Plantains were peeled off by Baba and the kernel was distributed to the devotees while the skin were retained by Baba for himself. Mule Shastri, as a palmist, wanted to examine Baba's hand or palm and requested him to extend the same. Baba, however, ignored his request and gave four plantains to him. Then they all returned to the Vada and Mule Shastri path wore sacred clothes and started his routine duties, that is Agnihotra, etc. Then Baba, as usual, started for Lendi and said, Take some Geru, that is a red uh, muri substance, to dye clothes in saffron color. We shall today don saffron colored cloth. None understood what Baba meant. Then, after some time, when Baba returned, and preparations for the noon arti were being made, Bapu Sahib Zog asked Mule Shastri whether he would accompany him for the arti. 
he replied that he would see baba in the afternoon very soon baba sat on its seat was worshiped by devotees and aarti commenced then baba said get some dakshina from the new brahmin that is mule shastri buti himself went to get the dakshina and when he gave baba's message to mule shastri he was sorely perplexed he thought in his mind thus i am a pure agnihotri brahmin why should i pay dakshina baba may be a great saint i am not his de- dependent but as a great saint like sai baba was asking for dakshina through a millionaire like buti he could not refuse so leaving his routine unfinished he forthwith started with buti to the masjid thinking himself holy and sacred and the masjid otherwise he remained at a distance and joined his hand through flowers at baba and then lo all of a sudden he saw no baba on the seat but he saw his late guru golap swami over there he was wonderstruck could this be a dream no it was not as he was wide awake but though awake how could his late guru golap be there he was speechless for some time he pinched himself and thought again but could not reconcile the fact of his late guru golap being in the masjid ultimately leaving all doubt he went up fell at his guru's feet and then getting getting up stood there with folded hands other people sang baba's aarti while mule shastri chanted his guru's name then casting off all pride of caste and ideas about the sacredness he fell flat at his guru's feet and closed his eyes when he got up and opened his eyes he saw baba asking for dakshina seeing baba's blissful form and his inconceivable power mule shastri forgot himself he was extremely pleased his eyes were full of tears of joy he again saluted baba and gave the dakshina he said that his doubt was removed and that he saw his own guru on seeing his wonderful leela of baba all the people including mule shastri were much moved and they realized the meaning of baba's words bring geru we shall don saffron colored garment such is the wonderful leela of baba next we move on to the last case a doctor once a mamladdar came to shirdi with a doctor friend of his the doctor said that his deity was ram and that he would not bow down before any mohammedan and so he was unwilling to go to shirdi the mamladdar replied that nobody would press him to make a bow nor would ask him to do so so he should come and give the pleasure of his company accordingly they came to shirdi and went to the masjid for baba's darshan all were wonderstruck to see the doctor going ahead and saluting baba so they asked him how he forgot his resolve and bowed before the musliman then the doctor replied that he saw his beloved deity ram on the seat and he therefore prostrated himself before him then as he was saying this he saw sai baba there again being dismayed he said is this dream how could he be mohammedan he is a great yoga sampanna that is full of yoga avatar the next day 
he made a vow and began to fast he absented himself from masjid resolving not to go there until baba blessed him 3 days passed and on the fourth day <coughs> a close friend of his from khandesh turned up and with him he went to the masjid for baba's darshan after the salutation baba asked him whether anybody had gone to call him so that he had come hearing this vital question the doctor was moved the same night he was blessed by baba and his experience he experienced the bliss supreme in his sleep then he left for his town where the experience uh, when the, where he experienced the same state for a fortnight that is two weeks thus his devotion to sai baba increased many fold let us come to the moral of all the stories that we have mentioned above especially that of a mule shastri is this that we should have firm faith in our guru and nowhere else more lilas of sai baba will be described in the next chapter bow to shri sai peace be to all om sai ram